0: Welcome to this episode of Come, Follow Me, Disciple's Journey. Let's talk about section 99. So section 99 is really brief. It is uh, the word of the Lord to John Murdoch being called to serve a mission, basically. Something to note about this section is the date uh, of it. Um, Section 98, if you recall, is dated uh, August of 1833. Um, and then if you look at section 100, it's dated October 1833, so you would expect that section 99 would fall in between there somewhere, and you'd be wrong. It's actually from 1832, uh, in August of 1832, so it's a year before section 98, and here's just another one of these sections that at some point in time was, uh, mislabeled, and that's basically all that happened. And so when it was originally published and they're trying to keep things in order, they published this in this order, but uh, really it came a year before. Um, And so, I mean, I just think when, when I see these things, especially like this, where it's August of 1832, section 98 was August of 1832, there's a high likelihood that if I was the one that was like asked to write down the dates that you might think that... If I wrote down 1832, it would be like, oh, I can't tell if that's 32 or 33 because this dude's handwriting is not great. So I imagine that's kind of of some of the issues and situation that they ran into. But anyway, not a huge deal, but it is out of order. So John Murdoch was called to serve a mission. And in this section, a couple of things that stand out to me in versus uh, really, I guess... 1 through 4 talks about the responsibility that we have to share our testimonies and to teach the gospel. Um, And George Q. Cannon said, who have rejected this gospel? The indifferent, those who would not take the trouble to investigate it, those who would not take the trouble to bow in submission before the Lord and ask his testimony concerning it, those who thought it beneath them, those who have been too proud or too rich or too well-situated or who, for some other reason, have failed to take any interest in this work. These are they who are not members of this church and who have failed to obey this gospel when they heard it preached in its simplicity and its purity amongst the nations of the earth. There will be a heavy condemnation fall upon this generation because of their inattention to these things. Judgments and calamities will be visited upon the inhabitants of the earth in consequence of neglecting the word of God written in the scriptures and also the word of his servants in these days. Now, or canon specifically said these are people who are not members of the ch- of this church, right? And I don't not to disagree with him because I think he his point is valid, but I also think it applies to us. If we take a look at the parable of the ten virgins, we've been told that the five foolish and the five five wise all represent members of the church. They all represent uh, Members of the church in the the last days and preparing, or the lack thereof of preparing for the coming of Christ, and so if we think if we if we apply that to what other canons said, uh, our responsibility in not only sharing our testimony but in believing and and hearing and, and accepting the testimony of his of God's servants it becomes a little bit more clear. We can't be indifferent. Um, In fact, when the Lord, when the prophet speaks, when the modern day prophet speaks, there is no more indifference available. There is no more middle ground. Satan may want us to think that there is middle ground. But after the prophet speaks, there's no more middle ground. Before he speaks on an issue, there might be some safe middle ground space that you can be standing on where you're neither here nor there. But when the prophet speaks, when the Lord speaks, rather, through his prophet, that middle ground is gone. And so we can't be indifferent. We uh, we can't not bow in submission before the Lord. And it's easy, I think, when we read these types of things and we we think about these things, it's easy to think, oh, it's us and them, and, and us being the members of the church and them being not members of the church. Or us and them my kind of members of the church and those other people, you know, of the church. When really what we should be doing is taking a look inward and saying, how can I better listen to the word of the Lord? How can I hear him, as President Nelson has said? Because to me, that's, that's what it's about. It's about impacting our life individually each day and our devotion the natural man and when i say natural man i mean that like quite literally like our physiological makeup our cognitive makeup the way our brains are wired pushes us in another direction it pushes pushes us to do us versus them type of thoughts it pushes us to to comparisons and that's why the lord tells us we need to put off the natural man Get off the na- the the neutral ground, and apply the gospel to us. Yes, when when we taste and uh, the fruit of the of the atonement, when we feel to sing the song of redeeming love, we need to share it. Yes, and be outwardly uh, engaged in serving others. But when it comes to looking at how. To apply the gospel, we have to start inside of us, despite all the natural pulls to say, well, what about this guy, or this guy, or this lady, or my Relief Society president, or Elder's Quorum president, or bishop, or the general authorities that said this or that, that I disagree with politically, whatever. Well, are you hearing the word of the Lord? Hear him, and then act. And that's what John Murdoch did. He was called. He left his family and went and served. So thank you for listening to this episode. Hope you join me in the next episode as we discuss section 100.